Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Big Divorce 9546 and says, In 12 hours, I will get the answer. Divorce or open marriage? I gave him an ultimatum. Either open marriage, either an open marriage or divorce. I caught my husband of 12 years cheating on me. I do know the girl because she is a part-time cashier at the local grocery store. He's been spending a lot of money on her. I got the proof and confronted his ass. He did what most cheaters do, deny and gaslight. When he couldn't make up more lies, he finally caved and started with his big man tears of, Don't leave me, baby. I swear I will change. I gave him options. Either we open our marriage and keep our home and keep our children and they will grow up in a house and not shift every weekend. You can keep your side chicks as long as you do not bring them into our home. We will have a set of rules and boundaries. I laid out all the boundaries and conditions. One, he cannot spend money from our joint account. He can spend money from his personal expenses, however. In case of emergency, he will put his family above his side chicks. Two, never bring them home or into our space where we have our kids. Three, no family members or friends. Four, always use protection and regular STD checkups. Five, we will tell each other about the dates and when we are going, who we are with. We do not have to share pictures of our partners. Six, if he gets a woman pregnant, it's the end. And if I get pregnant by another man, I will either get an abortion or put the kid to adoption. Or if the father agrees, he can keep the baby and I will sign away my rights. And yes, he is more than welcome to divorce me and I will not push him for child support for another man's child. Or we will get a divorce. We will split everything evenly. The house is in my name, so I will keep the house. We will only contact through parenting app. No bad mouthing to our kids. If our kids want to know the truth later in life, we will tell them. We will have a healthy co-parenting relationship. He can have as many girlfriends as he wants, but he shouldn't force our children to accept them. It's for our kids to decide. I gave him 48 hours. 12 hours is left. We will see what he decides. If he cannot, then I will make the decision for both of us. My decision is divorce. And all I could think all the way through this from the very, very beginning is, you know, just divorce. This isn't healthy. This isn't the right way to go about things here. You know, an ultimatum for your marriage. And it sounds like OP's already pretty much checked out of it. It kind of felt like the choices were just, you know, either divorce or let's just divorce later down the road. And all I can think about is how this is going to affect the children. Obviously, I don't know the ins and outs, but it can't be good. But Remarkable Buyer says he's not going to follow your rules. Just get a divorce and be done with it. It doesn't help your children to be in a family like you're proposing. In fact, it could make them very jaded about marriage. They'd be much happier if their mum is happy. 
even if that means divorced. Happy Ass had said, if he cheated on you, what makes you think he's going to follow all the rules to an open marriage? I understand the importance of those rules, but he's already proven to be two-faced. No matter what he says, you should just tell him you changed your mind and you want a divorce. Yander says, this is no way to live your life. This is not healthy for you. This is an awful example for your children. You deserve better than this. Yes, he won't use protection. Mountain Monitor says, just divorce. He won't follow any rules. He'll just keep doing what he's doing except with permission to cheat and use that against you. You should have consulted a lawyer first before giving him a ridiculous ultimatum. If he was cheating with a subordinate on his job, you have leverage. Substantial Remove says, OP, all you're telling him is he needs to be more secretive. He just broke the most sacred vow of marriage and your solution is to offer him more boundaries to cross. What evidence has he given to merit that? I think you know in your heart what is coming. For your own sake as well as your kids, don't prolong this. Kick him out. File. Open marriages never work when there's a disparity in how each partner treats each other. This is absolutely going to hurt. That is not on you. You are not choosing to end your marriage. He did that when he chose to stray. And one more comment from www.no who says this isn't fair to the children. If you don't care about him, then leave him instead of psychologically messing up your children's lives and perceptions of marriage. Really think about that. It will only know of sleeping around and no loyalty, commitment, etc. And think, well, that's what my parents did. Leave him. You have no reason to stay. It's not for the children and we all know he won't follow these rules. The kids will know and will be traumatized. The OP does come back in after their 12 hours, but it's three days later because they couldn't post any earlier than that due to the rules of the subreddit and says, well, I gave the verdict before 12 hours was up because I knew he will not choose any of the options and rather gaslight me. I gave him 48 hours. He couldn't decide. He still wanted to talk and see if we could work things out. I told him to pack his stuff and get out. He begged and pleaded. I stood firm. He said if several couples make it work and whatnot, but I'm not a doormat who will waste several years of her life building a foundation that was already broken. I've contacted my lawyer. We'll serve him within this week. I already had the divorce papers ready, but I didn't serve him because I gave him the option of what it is going to be. Soon, our family will know, and I will not hear anyone who says to give him a chance. I did, and he failed. I don't believe in cheating makes relationships stronger crap like that one guy in the comments told me. I know I cannot even look at him the same way. I'm done being weak and making excuses for him. That's it. I'm sitting in my empty house. My kids are with my mother. I don't know where he is or what he is doing. I guess I knew this would have been the ultimate fate of my marriage, even if we chose open relationship. But I guess I didn't want my kids to come from a broken home. But then again, my kids would have lost it anyways. My mother forgave my dad and he never cheated, but... I knew that in the back of her mind, she still had suspicions that my dad was cheating. She never fully trusted him, no matter how much she said they are okay, and after the incident, their love was stronger. No matter how much she was praised for being a strong woman, for giving her husband the second chance, I knew she wasn't fully trusting my father. He didn't know it, but people around them knew, and she sighed a relief when he died. It just meant she doesn't have to pretend anymore. Sorry, I'm just rambling. I'm a mess right now. I'm just coping by posting on Reddit and talking to internet strangers. The point is, I don't want to live like my mother worrying where he is, if he is really going to work or not. Being a cell guard in my own marriage, I won't lie when I told him I will get a divorce. I felt lighter, as if a weight had been lifted. Thanks, people.
And I gotta say, I breathe a sigh of relief when you made this option. I know you must be incredibly hurting right now with everything that's going on, but you know, that ultimatum was definitely not the right path to go down. And I'm glad that you chose divorce, not just for your sake, of course, but your children as well. I'm just trying to imagine the alternative of this, this sort of open marriage that was on the back of cheating. I mean, it just sounds like an absolute disaster. But like I said, I'm, I'm glad you made that choice in the end. And I really hope that you lean on support systems around you and build your life back up in the way that you want to. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story does have an update. It's a smaller update, but it does have one from Cheesecake Tricky 131 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and says, Am I the Arsehole for not wanting to name my baby after my late mother-in-law? I, 26 female, am five months pregnant and me and my husband's 28 male daughter. And we can't agree on a name for the baby. Like we can't even sit down and make a list of names to consider. My husband keeps insisting that he wants our daughter to be named after his mum. Her fake name was Mildred. So our daughter would get bullied for having an old lady name since that's just how kids are and will always be. He keeps saying we can call her Millie, but her name would still be Mildred and would still be on the roll call as Mildred. Not only that, but Mildred was horrible to me. She was sweet as sugar around everyone, but as soon as it was the two of us, she was the cruelest person imaginable and made it abundantly clear she despised me. I don't want to name my daughter after a woman who hated me from day one. My husband has never believed me when I told him how Mildred treated me and thought that it was just normal for a mother-in-law and daughter-in-law to disagree and that I was just over-exaggerating. He and Mildred were very close. He visited her all the time, called her all the time, everything. Towards the end, he'd visit her multiple times a week in the hospital, usually for hours at a time. He'd go straight to her after work and stayed until he was told to leave. Her death devastated him, so I understand that he wants to honor her, but I can't ignore how she treated me when he wasn't around. I feel like I'm losing my mind. My husband doesn't want to call our daughter anything but Mildred, and I want to call her anything other than Mildred. Am I really the asshole? Edit, my husband won't compromise. He doesn't want Mildred as a middle name. His reasoning be that no one cares about middle names and that since it won't be a first name, it won't really be honoring her. At least not enough since Mildred is our daughter's grandmother and not a great aunt or something. Now, this is an absolute not the asshole to me. I'm trying to imagine, you know, naming a child after someone who's treated you cruelly in your past and there has been absolutely no way on earth I'd be able to accept that. And the fact that he's just like totally dismissing your feelings on this is really concerning. And this would certainly be a hill to die on for me. You know, it sounds like you're willing to compromise. You said any other name but Mildred. And he's just like, no, it has to be Mildred. So, but do I want to know, says, to name a child, you need two yeses. In this case, there's only one. So, Vito. You could agree for Mildred to be the middle name. Also, red flag for your husband not believing in how your mother-in-law treated you. Not the arsehole. Yes, if he feels this strong about the name and with the way he didn't believe you, he might be wary of him declaring the birth and naming her Mildred while you're still recuperating from the birth. Oh shit, do you remember there was a story similar to that where I think the father did that, named the child whilst the wife was still recuperating. Oh my word, I can't remember. 
can't remember what story that was, but that just sprung into my head. Parsimonious salad says not the asshole, but your first problem is your husband utterly dismissing your word and feelings about how your mother-in-law treated you. That really needs to be addressed, maybe in therapy with a mediator so he takes it seriously or it's going to fester. I'd ultimately recommend a very small compromise on your part since she meant so much to him, using the first initial of her name to start your child's middle name, nothing more. Little Lost Sad Dear says not the asshole, but your husband is for denying your feelings. Here's a question I haven't seen yet. Did your mother-in-law even like the name Mildred? Opie says she liked everything the old-fashioned way, so I'd assume so. I never asked if she liked her name. She died a few years back, before me and husband seriously considered if and when we wanted kids. Melody Rain says not the arsehole. Your husband is behaving obsessively over his mother's memory, and he's going to hang all of that unhealthiness right around your daughter's neck with his idea. Mind you, that's before we put a horrible treatment of you on the table. Talk to your obgin and let them know what's going on. There are resources out there and the doctor and hospital staff can help you find them. And one more comment from Metalips who says, not the arsehole. I would give him an ultimatum or not let him be in the delivery room. I'm actually in the same boat, but the only difference is that I never met my husband's father since he passed away when my husband was 14. He wants us to name our boy as his dad, but I keep telling him that I want my child to have his own name and his own identity. There's a lot of people in his family with his name. My husband's name is the same as his dad. His great-grandpa had the same name, as cousins of his with the same name, and a little nephew with his name, since he was named after my husband's dad. Oh my word, this story is bringing up like so many stories that we've read in the past. Do you remember, I'm not sure if you remember this one, but it was a story where they wanted to name their baby another junior, and like everyone else in the family had the same name, let's say Bob Jr. Everyone was called Bob Jr., and I remember the comments on that one just saying, don't do it. It's going to cause so many problems. And it was like in a small town and like, like banks were confusing them and all sorts were going on. But four months later, Opie does give us a little update and says, we found a compromise. It took me having to track down an ex to tell him that Mildred wasn't all sugar and spice and everything nice, but he finally understood and we had a long talk. He still wanted to call the baby Mildred, but agreed it was a little too old. We compromised on Amelia, with Millie for short. There's still homage to Mildred as they were very close. I'm ready to pop and we're happier than ever. Uh, this update left me like, what the hell? So, Opie had to track down an ex to tell him Mildred wasn't great. And he believed the ex, but he didn't believe his wife. I don't know about this one. What do you guys make of this situation? Holy moly. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and uh, let's have another story, shall we? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story comes from the MI the Arsehole subreddit. Doesn't have an update as yet. From Positive Purple 487 and says, Am I the Arsehole for giving my late husband's estate to a stranger instead of our kids? I, female 55, had been married to my husband, male 60, for 20 years before he died. It was cancer. He had two kids from a past marriage who were in their early teens when he married me. I had a seven-year-old from an earlier relationship as well. We didn't have any more kids. I tried to treat my stepchildren as my own, but they never accepted me. They were very rude and insulted me whenever they could. Since I did not work, they called me a gold digger who married their dad only for his money. The truth was my grandparents were quite wealthy and left me a lot of money when they died. I lived well below my means and chose to stay at home and raise my daughter since I could afford that. I did not need his money at all. But I didn't bother sharing this with his kid and told him not to either. I did not want them to like me just because they might gain monetarily from me. My husband, on the other hand, hated how they behaved with me. Their blatant disrespect made him not pay for their college tuition. Their mum couldn't pay for it and they had to take loans for it. They didn't even talk to him. Even when he got cancer, they refused to come see him. For three years, we struggled with the treatment. My daughter came to visit from time to time when she could. During this time, the only person who really helped both of us was someone we're not related to at all. This girl in her late 20s waitressed at a cafe we frequented. She was a single mom, taking classes at community college at night, working during day and raising her two kids. She took a liking to us and when she learned my husband was sick, spend whatever time she could visiting him. She has stayed nights at the hospital when I needed a break and basically been the daughter we wished for. When he died, she helped me arrange the funeral. His kids came on the day and they all wanted to know about their inheritance. I felt sick. When I learned my husband had left his estate to me, whatever is left after settling his bills, and it was around 25,000, I decided to give it to the girl who helped us both so much. She tried to refuse, but I insisted she take it. She needed it and in my opinion deserved it more than the ungrateful children. My daughter understands why I did not give it to his children but is upset I did not give anything to her either. I told her she already had money and a job. Not to mention she will get my inheritance. This was in no way her money. But his ex-wife and kids are causing havoc over this and really upset with me. They're calling me an arsehole for giving away money they deserve. Am I the arsehole? And we're starting the comments with wandering aimlessly who says they don't deserve the money. They want the money. There is a difference. I just went no contact with my parents literally two to three days ago. I know the odds are they will cut me out of their will. I'm 100% okay with it. Being free of their toxicity is 100% worth giving up what money they may give me. In all honesty, I don't know how I will feel if they do leave me money in their will. Do I even want to accept it? I honestly don't know. Taking the money won't fix the damage they caused. His adult children made choices in life, but now that he's gone, now that all that is said and done, now that they are demanding money, I would look at them and say, aren't you quite the gold diggers? You know your dad never funded things for me. I was wealthy on my own. That's why I didn't work. I didn't need the money. Bacon Egg and Cheese SPK says not the asshole. First of all, an estate of 25k is very small. It's not the size of an estate that people even normally ask about or fight over. It's surprising to me that your children and your stepchildren were expecting some windfall when your husband's total net worth was 25k. 
Were they under the impression that your husband had money? If your husband wanted his kids or your kids to have his estate, you would have left it to them. But he wanted you to have it, and you were well within your right and the moral high ground to gift it to someone who made an influence in your life and for whom it may be a life-changing gift. Internal Progress says I think you and your husband didn't do a great job of integrating families and then blamed his kids for not accepting you. It sounds like they probably parroted what they heard elsewhere, and he and you did nothing to make that better. His relationship with them sounds very transactional. He refused to pay for college because he was angry. They pulled back. I'm not saying he should have ignored it, but your description of his kids as money-grabbing while not seeing your own daughter that way, despite her argument that she should have gotten his money, gives a negative picture of your attitude towards them. So while you're not the asshole for giving the money to a young woman who supported you both, I think you and your husband are to blame for this family dynamic in the first place. Curious one replies sat and says, I could have cleared up a reasonable if small-minded misconception my stepkids had about me as young teenagers, but I refused, leading to the destruction of husband's relationship with his kids. But as that wasn't enough, I got even more petty revenge years later after he died. Aren't I sweet? And continues, no, you're the asshole. They were kids to young adults, but you were the adult. You could have handled this better in a thousand ways instead of being instead of being a tawdry dime store Cersei Lannister. Gross. And one more comment from Binghamton Swag who says, You shouldn't have let your disagreement with his kids, who are already teenagers when you met, affect what you did with their father's money. Did you have a strained relationship? Almost certainly. Do I buy your side of the story that it was entirely there for having met you as teens? Not a chance. Do I think the strained relationship upset your late husband? Definitely, but that's also partially his doing so. Him being upset is, in some sense, a form of lashing out. You're the arsehole and your late husband is the arsehole. The kids might very well be arseholes, but would at least need to hear things from their side to make that determination. And there was a whole ton of not the arseholes in there, but also a lot of people saying missing, missing reasons. But... What do you guys make of this situation? Maybe you have a different point on the matter. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below as always, if you have a moment of your time, of course. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me and this channel. It keeps me going every single day and I love to see it. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love, your cheeky so-and-so. <laughs>